All right, so we're holding by Perak Tess. We basically finished the entire Mimer now. Um, it's at the angle of, we understand that Haman, what his intention was. Haman realized that he had to reach a level that was higher than Seder Ishtalshalus. He had to reach a level that's higher than Seichel. He had to reach a level that's higher than even Rotzen. And by reaching that level, he, know, he knew that there was an idea that that the idea that there should be right, a total equality. And in that level, even above the level of Ahasuerus, like we said in Perak Zion, as much as it was difficult for the Yidin by Ahasuerus's time, nevertheless, they wanted to, Haman figured that he would not be able to accomplish his complete goal in the level of where Ahasuerus was, so he had to go higher. Therefore, he chose a Goyro. And therefore, the goyrel was his way of reaching to a point that if everything is completely equal, he has a chance that he'll be able to accomplish his plans, right? And so we said that there was three levels, right? Level according to intellect, level according to rotson, and then a level that we're saying according to goyrel. And at that level, he figured that that would be the place that he would be able to, uh, to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish. Then we said in Parakhes, that really there is actually a level that's higher. The level that's higher is the level of Bechira, of choice, of free choice. And free choice implies that it cannot go according to Seichel, it cannot go according to Rotten, right? If someone suggests to you, for example, uh, would you like 100 pounds of gold or 100 pounds of feathers? You cannot say that that's a choice. No one in their right mind is going to choose 100 pounds of feathers. Right? It just doesn't happen that way. So free choice is the idea that two things are completely equal. So what makes it different than goyrol? So what we said in Parakhas is the idea that goyrol is limited by having to use something that's outside of me. The fact that it's outside of me implies that as much as I am uh, reaching to a higher level and my not only my seichel will go according to it, and my rotten will go according to it, but nevertheless, I am limited by what this piece of paper says. Whereas Bechira, we said, is a higher level because Bechira reaches a point that it is actually me. I am the one that's choosing. And I am not limited by anything. There's no limit to, to it. And then we said that, in fact, this level of Bechira influences it uh, drives, so, so to speak, even the level of gairal. So therefore, that it, so to speak, it, it establishes which way the girl is going to go. And that was really the miracle of Purim, that Hashem chose us. And by Hashem choosing us, it caused the gairal to be in a way that it's going to choose the Yidden over Haman. That's, that was the whole Chiddush. And that's why we now can come back to the beginning of the Maimon to answer our question, how could it be that we are naming this holiday after Hapur, the poor, the lottery, the goyrol, that Haman threw, which obviously was for his terrible intentions. So you would imagine we should not have named it that. We should have named it uh, Esther or even Mordechai or whatever. We should have named it something like that. And what we're saying is, no, the, the greatness of the holiday was that even at that level, Hashem still reaches the higher level that says that there's a level called Bechira, and in that level of Bechira, Hashem chooses the Yidin.
That's the, from coming from the etzim, from the actual essence of Hashem Himself, and that's what we're celebrating. But we left one stone uncovered, and the stone that we left uncovered, we're going to deal with today in Perak Test. And that is this idea of we know that when discussing Purim, usually we say we discuss the idea of what was the greatness of Purim. The greatness of Purim was the mysterious nefesh, the self-sacrifice that the Yidden did throughout Purim. Namely, they never, they didn't, none of them converted, none of them went away from Yiddishkeit. They could have, they would have saved their lives, right? A lot of negative things could have happened, but instead, what they did was they stood up and they were doing Torah mitzvahs in a complete way, in a, in a way of mysterious nefesh. And what? Would they have saved their lives? What? Would it have saved their lives? Yeah, if they wanted to choose to not be Jewish, they, they, they would have been fine. They would have been saved. To, you see, like in the modern times. They did, they That's the difference between the Nazis and the, and the Soviets. The Soviets, right, we saw the Nazis were going to kill the body of the Jew. Right, that was the whole idea. That's right, and the idea of the Soviets was that if if a, if a Jew chose not to chose not to live Yiddishkeit, they they had no, you know they were fine. They could do whatever they wanted. Right, there wasn't an issue. They weren't you know not worse than anyone else. I mean, of course, there's anti-Semitism. That's just the way it was. But the point is, is that that Mitzad going after them for being Jews. They went after the religious ones for being Jews. That's, that's what they were going after. And actually, a lot of times, unfortunately, it was the Jews themselves, right, that were in the Zvaxia and uh, NKV Day and all that kind of, you know, that stuff. Okay, so, so where does this whole mysterious nefesh business fit into the whole story? Because right now what we're saying is the holiday was really based on this idea that the Abishter chose the Jews. That is the holiday. So let's go to test. This is the reason why these days are called Purim by the name of the lottery. That namely what? That the way that the lottery fell out was going according to the choice of the essence of Hashem Himself. I, so you could ask a question. The Hagam, even though Sha'ach Ace of the Yaakov, even though, wait a minute, how could he, why would he choose Yaakov over Esav? We know that they are, cho- they are brothers, and as being brothers, they are, right, equal in many ways. Nevertheless, what we say here is, that Hashem chose Yaakov, because Hashem loves Yaakov and hates Esav. Now, here we go, that through the mysterious nefesh of the Yidden that took place throughout the entire year, the Inyan of mysterious nefesh, because where does mysterious nefesh come from? We learned already many times this year the idea of mysterious nefesh is equal to etzim and neshama, the essence of the person themselves. As we see many times, you could have Jews that are not even following Yiddishkeit, but they're ready to give up their life for Yiddishkeit which absolutely makes no sense, right? That was our whole discussion when we are learning in Tanya, in chapters 18, 19 of Tanya. Here is a person that is breaking Shabbos, breaking Kashus, but in a situation where he's told, either bow down to this statue or else, he'll take the or else. Well, that, that, that makes no sense. Why does that happen? Because it's coming from the essence of who he is. And when the essence of who he is is brought out, so it takes away... it. It clears away, it erases all the other habits that this person has right now. 
So the mysterious nefesh is coming from etzimus neshama. Hainu mitzada bechira de etzimus neshama b'ha'atzimus. Namely, what? That it's based on this idea that the etzimus neshama of a Jew is choosing, right? Is choosing. He wants the Hashem. He wants the essence of Hashem. Take a look at footnote number sixty-nine. Okay. So he says like this: That it's impossible for him to not deny Hashem. So he says further: Since the mysterious nefesh is the revelation of the yechida of the nefesh, that there is no corresponding power on the opposite side. Right? Therefore, the mysterious nefesh of this Jew is in a way that it can't be, he cannot be separated from Hashem. Continuing, Right? Right? And the idea of Bechira is one of the main concepts of the avoda of a person. Tzarech Lomar, we have to say, The fact that it says that the Yechida chooses, that it cannot be in any other manner, except for, except for uh, not going against Hashem, not going separating himself from Hashem. You have to say that what? It's not that it has to be, that it needs to be in. Instead, it's the choice that this etzim of the neshama makes in the etzim of Hashem that he negates any other possibility to be anything else. That's the idea. Like it says, In the same manner that this is stemming from what? The Bechira that a Jew has in Hashem is stemming from the fact that the Hashem chooses the Jew. So therefore they're interconnected. So therefore, back to the Panim of the Maimer, that it's like a mirror. It's corresponding one to the other. That through the mysterious nefesh of the Yidin towards Hashem, because it's coming from the etzim of the neshama of a Jew, it causes likewise that etzim of Hashem to come out and choose the Jewish people, the Bechira and the Jewish people. To the point that what? That that then influenced that the Gairal should also be this way. And like it says, that Haman and his sons were hanging on the tree. And when the Pasuk says, the Hapur, this particular lottery, that it's specifically talking about the poor, the lottery that Haman chose. That even so, the, the nes of Purim is that it revealed that even the lottery that Haman chose from the beginning 
was from the beginning in order to show that Hashem chooses the Jewish people. And that's the whole reason why the poor fell out on, on Adar. The whole reason why the poor, why the poor have to fall out, why did the lottery have to fall, fall out in the month of Adar, which we know is the time when Moshe Rabbeinu was born. It's Dafka to show us this point, that even if you're going to go to such a level, Hashem is still going to choose the Jewish people. That's the idea. Right, The month where the Redeemer of the Jewish people was born, namely Moshe Rabbeinu. Because the nefila of the poor, the so to speak, the way that the poor happened is in order to shed also the poor itself. Even though when you look at the lottery from an objective point of view, you have two possibilities. It could be X or it could be Y. It could be black or it could be white. It could be red, it could be blue. Whatever it is. Even more than this. And even going a step further, the poor apparently from the outside appeared to be for the goodness of Haman. To the point that what? That we see that, that the, whatchamacallit, that the Gezerah, right, happened. So we see that it seems from the outside to seem like, oh, this is really, this is really what it is. However, really, the panemius of the poor was that it was really the whole time coming from the etzim of Hashem. Like it says, Hashem loves Yaakov and hates Esau. And that was the idea. That was the miracle. So it all came together. And this also applies to the tree. That it says, this is the tree that he prepared for him, right? So Haman had the kavana that the tree that the that the that the tree was going to be for to hang Mordechai. However, lo atzma, but really the words of the Megillah are indicating to us that it wasn't for Haman for Mordechai, but it was Haman for himself. The reason why he specifically used a tree that was fifty amas high, ki nun. Because he wanted to reach that level, the, the gateway, the seventh, the fiftieth gateway. which came before above Again, the same idea. He wanted to get to a place where, like darkness, like light. He wanted to get to that place where seemingly everything is equal. So therefore, we see that even the the nace of Purim is that even in this level. That is a level that's above Seder Ishtalshos, the Gairo, right, and the Sharnun, right? All these things are above Seder Ishtalshos. Talu is Haman ala Eitz. This is the Eitz that was used to hang Haman. That even though he prepared it from the beginning, it was really for himself. This is the idea of Purim. And this is the idea of Purim every single year. Now what we're saying is that even the levels of the poor, which is above Seder Yishalshus, that Hashem is choosing us. That on that level, that's the level that's shining every single year. On this day. 
will certainly destroy Amalek with a complete redemption speedily. Mamish. Amen.